Hello, word nerds, word birds, word turds. How you doing? Let's talk about the words. Um, let's see. The, we've got a almost all these words start with the same prefix, uh, which will be like the fifth word. That the fifth word will be the prefix that will introduce the rest of the words. The first word is chronometer. C H R O N O M E T E R. Noun from circa 1735. The synonym is timepiece. Anything that keeps track of time is a chronometer, but especially one designed to keep time with great accuracy, because you don't want a chronometer that has bad accuracy. Next, we have chronometric, chronometric, chronometrical adjective from 1830 of or relating to a chronometer or chronometry. And chronometrically is an adverb. And then here we go with chronometry. Noun from 1833. It is the measuring of time. So anything that you are doing that is measuring time, whether it's, I guess, if you're just reading a clock, you are practicing chronometry. Uh, What other ways can you be measuring time? So many ways. Uh, Okay, next is chronotherapy or chronotherapy. Noun from 1973. Before reading the definition, I am just fascinated at what this could be. This is treatment of a sleep disorder, as insomnia, by changing sleeping and waking times in an attempt to reset the patient's biological clock. That's interesting. Also, I mean, everybody's got different biological clocks. So, you know, somebody somebody's biological clock could be set to want to be awake in the middle of the night. It's it's rare, but it's possible. Um, but, you know, they have to go by society, so they have to be awake. So, uh, you know, they probably need one of those night shift jobs. Uh, so their biological clock is correct. Uh, okay, those were the rest of the chrono words. Now let's get into the Chris words. C-H-R-Y-S, or you can add an O. This is a prefix, Chris, Chris-O. And it means, hmm, gold or yellow. That is not what I was expecting. Gold or yellow, as in Chris-O-Robin, uh, which, uh, let's see, chris Chris robin That's going to be a word coming up. But uh, yeah, the, the, the prefix Chris or chris just means gold or yellow. So the next word is chrysalid. Noun from 1777, and the synonym is chrysalis, uh, spelled the same way, just with an with an s. Uh, chrysalid is also an adjective, but yeah, chrysalis is our next word. Noun from hmm 1601, 1a, a pupa of a butterfly, broadly an insect pupa. I want to say the the word looks like it's spelled uh, pronounced pupa, but that would have two p's. This, it's, it's pupa. 1B, the hardened outer protective later layer of a pupa. Number two, a protecting covering, a sheltered state or stage of being or growth, as in, a budding writer could not emerge from his chrysalis too soon. That's a quote from William Dubois. There is a picture of a chrysalis, the first, uh, the first definition, 1A and 1B. You've probably seen these. There's a stick, and then the chrysalis is attached to the stick. Uh, it's a branch. I mean, it sort of looks like a caterpillar. 
Um, but it's got some other things on it. I'll, I'll post a picture. If you want to see a picture, just wait until I post a picture, which might be a couple weeks from now. Um, these are amazing. Uh, my my sister and her niece, uh, my niece, her daughter, they were they collected some caterpillars uh, and they fed them. And then the caterpillars did their chrysalis thing. They created this chrysalis around them. It's such a fascinating thing. And they I think they have gold and yellow usually, and they're kind of shiny and inside there's some stuff happening and then they become a a butterfly or a moth so the etymology says this is latin from chrysalid or chrysalis which means gold colored gold colored pupa of butterflies Uh, from the greek chrysos which means gold of semitic origin akin to the hebrew harus i mean how that's connected to chrysalis i'm not sure but that word does mean gold uh so yes they, they must have a gold coloring, I guess. Let's find out when I post a picture. Next is chrysanthemum. Uh, chrysanthemum, chrysanthemum. You could put a Z sound in there. This is a noun from 1548. One, any of various composite plants, including weeds, ornamentals grown for their brightly colored, often double flower heads, and others important as sources of medicinals and insecticides. Two, a flower head of an ornamental chrysanthemum. Um, what does the etymology say? Plus chris, plus anthemum. Uh, cr- anthemum means flower, so they must be gold. Uh, it's akin to the Greek word anthos, which means flower. So it's just gold flower. That's what the word means, chrysanthemum. It's not really all that uh, special or fancy. It's just the words for for gold and flower. Uh, and then the genus name is also chrysanthemum. Next we have Carissa Robin. It's just Carissa and then the word Robin, but you sell it, you uh, pronounce it Robin. Noun from 1887. A powder derived from the wood of a tropical tree used to treat skin diseases. And this is from Chris plus, uh, how do you say this, Araroba, Araroba, uh, which is a powder found in the wood of a Brazilian tree. Um, and then the scientific name of that Brazilian tree is Andira Araroba, Araroba, something like that. And then they just made it Chris Arobin. So I'm guessing this this either the powder or the tree must be gold in some form. Uh, look gold, maybe it's, I don't know. Why else would it have the prefix Chris? Next is Chryseus. Chryseus. Capital C-H-R-Y-S-E-I-S. Chryseus. Noun from 1567. This seems Greek. A daughter of a priest of Apollo in the Iliad narrative taken at Troy by Agamemnon, but later restored to her father. Uh, then, yeah, this is just a Greek Chryseus. So, it's from the Iliad. I don't think I ever read the Iliad. Maybe I will one day. Uh, I wonder if they're gold. Is uh, the daughter a daughter of a priest of Apollo? So, Apollo has a priest, and the priest has a daughter, has daughters, probably, and this is one of the daughters, Chryseus, and maybe she is gold. Uh, next, we have Carissa Barrel. Barrel is B E R Y L. 
Carissa Barrel, noun from 1661. One is obsolete. It is a yellowish barrel. Two, a hard, usually yellow or green mineral consisting of beryllium, aluminum oxide, and sometimes used as a gem. Um, and then, yeah, this is just uh, Chris plus barrelos, which means barrel. So, yeah, that's the yellow part. That's yellow gold. That's, it's very similar. Next, we have chrysolite, noun from the 13th century, and we just have the synonym olivine. I'm just going to say that's how it's pronounced, O-L-I-V-I-N-E. It's like, it must be olive-like, right? Olive, olivine, that's what I'm guessing. Uh, The etymology is not helping, but it's probably goldish. Next is chrysomelid, or chrysomelid. Chrysomelid, I'm going to say chrysomelid. This is a noun from circa 1904, any of a large family of small, usually oval and smooth, shining and brightly colored beetles. That, so these beetles must uh, have some gold on them uh, because they're, they're shiny too. They're shiny and brightly colored. These, the family name is Chrysomelidae, and the example of, of this beetle is the Colorado potato beetle. The Colorado potato beetle. Uh, chrysomelid is also an adjective. Uh, this is from the Greek chrysomilo. How do you say this word? It doesn't help that it goes over to the second line. Chrysomilolonthi. And that is golden cockchafer. Golden cockchafer. What is a cockchafer? Maybe it's a beetle. No clue about that. Can we have a beetle expert on this, please? Uh, okay, next we have chrysophyte or chrysophyte. I think it's, yeah, chrysophyte because it's spelled P-H-Y-T-E. Noun from 1959. The synonym is just golden brown alga. Golden brown is hyphenated. An alga. There's alga, L-G. There's, it's the singular and the plural. Uh, this is from chrysos and phyton, which means plant. So it's a, it's a gold, gold plant. That's what it's saying. Uh, next, we have chrysoprase. Chrysoprase, noun from the 15th century. An apple green chalcedony valued as a gem. So, apple green. I don't see no gold in this, but maybe if we post a picture, we'll see some gold. What is the etymology? Alternative, Middle English, chrysopase from Anglo-French, from Latin, chrysoprosis from the Greek, chrysopressos from chrys plus presson, which means leek, L-E-E-K, like the, the, the vegetable, the leek, akin to the Latin porum, which means leek. So it must mean gold leek, but this is an apple green chalcedony, which is a gem. I'm so confused. Are you confused? I'm confused. All right, let's just do the last word. It is chrysotile, C-H-R-Y-S-O-T-I-L-E, noun from 1850, a mineral consisting of a fibrous, silky variety of serpentine and constituting a common form and principal source of asbestos. Serpentine, yes, I think I said that word correctly. This is from chrysotil, which is chris plus till, which means fiber. Uh, also from the Greek uh, tilling, which means to pluck. 
So it's a mineral because it's a fibrous. Yep, that makes sense. So we had chronometer, chronometric, chronometry, chronotherapy, chris, chrysalid, chrysalis, chrysanthemum, chrysorobin, chrysias, chrysoberyl, chrysolite, chrysomelid, chrysophyte, chrysoprase, and chrysotile. Well, well, I think I'm just going to pick chrysalis as the word of the episode because within these chrysalises, yes, that would be the plural, chrysalises or chrysalides, 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 you could, that would be the plural, chrysalides or chrysalises. Uh, within these things, something amazing is happening. This creature goes from one solid creature to mostly mush to another solid creature, and it retains itself. It retains its memories. It retains something, and I just think that is so fascinating, and I think I've talked about that before, so I don't need to talk about it anymore, but Chrysalis. Chris, how do you sing a song about Chrysalis? The caterpillar is walking down the street, and oh, the guy who wrote The Hungry Caterpillar, he just died not that long ago. That was a classic, classic book. Um, yeah, so, I mean, that's what happens. The caterpillar is walking down the street, and it's eating all the food that it can eat. And then it's like, okay, I'm done with eating food. I'm going to become a flying creature, and I got to make myself into a chrysalis. That is not a song. That is a bunch of words, sort of said in a funny way. All right, what are the holidays for today? Uh, it's Children's Day in Switzerland. It is the anniversary of the wedding of King Albert II and Queen Paola. That is in Belgium. In where else? On this on this webpage. Uh, let's see. In Curacao, it is Flag Day. In Azerbaijan, it is Police Day. In Siena, Italy, it is Palio di Provenzano. And this is the earliest day in which Unity Day can fall in Zambia. And our fun holiday, we just have one, I think. It is uh, World UFO Day. This is interesting because I haven't really been reading the news, but I've been seeing the headlines. Uh, there, there, There's some talk about UFOs. And in regards to the, uh, the, the government possibly knowing things or the military possibly knowing things. So what's happening? What, what is going on with the UFOs out there? I don't know. I should probably find out. But anyway, uh, let's see. Why is UFO Day on today? Uh, This date represents the anniversary of the famed and all but confirmed 1947 incident in Roswell, New Mexico. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, I think that stuff is pretty fascinating. Whether or not UFOs, I should say, UFOs, you know, that's a very vague term. That's unidentified flying object. Um, but specifically regarding aliens, whether or not they have visited our planet, I'm not quite so sure. There's obviously some footage that's, you know, hard to, uh, hard to describe, hard to understand what exactly is happening. Uh, so I'm not so sure if we've been visited, but I mean, if we have, I'd say, hey, cool. But I do believe that there is intelligent life out there in the universe somewhere. I mean, that's almost a fact because it's so big. Anyway, we've talked enough. We're going to end the episode. Thank you very much for listening to me.
And until next time, this is Spencer dispensing information. Goodbye.